T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What up? So glad to have you on Maggie and Perloff. Been a fun show so far. I've gotten a gift already today. A Jim Kelly signed football. You can see it over my right shoulder is now behind me. Thanks to our friend Sully for sending it in. And we've got franchise tags on the table now, which means Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Same, same. No, we got Lamar Jackson. (laughs) who now is going to be front and center here. We've talked a lot about what we think the Ravens should do. Should they sign him to a long-term deal? Should they not pearl off? But let's flip it on its head for a second. If you're Lamar Jackson and say you can get traded anywhere or demand a trade, we see it happen in the NBA all the time. We know Russell Wilson wanted a trade. He got traded out of Seattle. He got to go to Denver. I mean, it's becoming a little bit more in vogue. Not saying Lamar's doing this at all, but if he did want a trade... Where do you think he should be looking? Well, I don't think it compares to those at all because he's about to be a free agent. He hasn't gotten tagged yet. He's right. technically a free agent right now, I think. So and he can either do two things. He can wait it out, play one more year in Baltimore, but he's got to get out of there. Why? They have no talent on offense around him at all. He should go to the NFC. He should go to the NFC South. He should tear up that conference. He should go to Atlanta. He's got Drake London, who's awesome, and he's got Kyle Pitts, who's even more awesome. He's got an offensive-minded head coach in Arthur Smith. I just think the NFC would be the NFC South would be his playground. There is nothing for him in the AFC North. There is I don't think the Ravens are even close to coming out of that conference right now. I don't okay. even I don't even think they win a playoff game with Lamar Jackson this year, just because they're in such a brutal spot. I know, but think about it. They w- were having a tough year last year. Lamar missed five games, and they still did make the playoffs. I yeah, mean, I think they'll make the playoffs. I'm saying I don't think they'll win a playoff game. Um, I, I don't think they're. I think maybe they win a wild card game. There's just too much going on there. He has a real opportunity in the NFC. He does, but don't you worry a little about the Atlanta defense? Like, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, but. right. So if you yeah. want to win, you know, what playoff games are you winning with that Atlanta defense? Well, if it's having, still a sieve. Having Lamar Jackson immediately, you're changing the time of possession to help your team. You're staying on the field longer. So I don't know. I, I'm hoping that Atlanta, Atlanta's been rebuilding three or four years. I'm hoping they did something to help the defense. (laughs) Nothing's popping to mind right now. But I I just think it's such an open opportunity, and he could probably make the playoffs his first year there. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that whole NFC South is really going to be up for grabs now, right? Brady's gone. All four of the teams are kind of have big question marks. Um, Yeah, I think any of those you could could slot yourself into and say, yeah, could Lamar help New Orleans? Sure. Atlanta? Yes. Tampa? Of course. Carolina? Yes. Like, everyone looks good in the NFC South. Yeah, for some reason, I keep seeing Atlanta. First of all, they have the number eight pick, and it's not entirely clear they want to draft a quarterback. You haven't heard a ton of scuttlebutt 
about that. Arthur Smith doesn't have that much more time. It's a dome. He wants to get closer to South Florida, and Atlanta is not South Florida, but it's pretty close. Oh. It seems like a nice spot to be for a quarterback. You're indoors. I, I think I, I say the same thing. You just for get a Michael lot of, Vick comparisons even more than you already do. <laughs> I just feel uh, I don't. I don't think history. Lamar Jackson probably doesn't care about that. No. Uh, I think Derek Carr would be nice there too. I just think there's a lot going on there for a quarterback. Well, the, if you're gonna go just by the conference that they're in, right? And listen, I know Jacksonville was a really good story this year, and the turnaround with Trevor Lawrence and with Doug Peterson, but. I mean, wouldn't you want to go to the AFC South? You could go no. to Indy. You're playing, you know, Tennessee is on a downslide. Houston's obviously still in full rebuild mode. It's really just Jacksonville that you have to worry about. I don't I don't think Indianapolis is looking at a veteran quarterback right now. Oh, I don't think, I think so either. But I we're think doing, they're rebuilding. We're doing pie no, but in the I just sky think, here. I think you want to get out of the AFC. I think you want to go. And there's no other team. Listen, New Orleans has some people, but they're, they have such a salary cap problem. Yeah. There's no other team with two top 10 picks to throw to who are giant and pretty good. I mean, wouldn't you want to throw to those two guys, Drake London and Kyle Pitts? They're awesome. No, I I get it. Our, our buddy Jay in Alabama called in earlier, said Miami. I mean, I think that's, if you're talking about, like, I know you said AFC, but and that's not ideal. But if you're talking about like from a what's the most compelling place he could go, yeah. yeah, I'd like to see him in Miami. It'd be terrible for my Buffalo Bills. I don't want to see that twice a year. But him with Hill and Waddle, I mean, that would probably be the most intriguing place. He yeah, could go. but is Miami? Do they have the draft capital to get him from Baltimore? Where I know Atlanta does. It would be tough. And doesn't it feel like the past three years, every single big-name quarterback has been linked to the Dolphins and nobody has gone there? Well, because Tua's kind of held them off until he started, you know, until, unfortunately, he got the concussions this year. I mean, I just don't see how Miami can go into the season with just Tua. That doesn't make any sense. You can't feel good. Like, how do you put your head on the pillow every night thinking, my quarterback takes one hit, he's going to be out for the season? I mean, yes, that's absolutely true. But you, I don't know if they could get. They don't have any first round pick this year. No, I don't not know. This if, year. I don't know if they're in the mix for Lamar Jackson because of that particular situation. You're going to have to give up a haul. And the other thing too is Baltimore is going to look at Miami and say Tyree Kill, Lamar Jackson. That's never going to be a good draft pick. Why, why do I want that? Atlanta, at least there's a chance they'll stink. I also like the idea of Detroit. I think that's kind of fun too. Mm, I mean, okay. that's dome team. You're going into the NFC. Maybe Rodgers is out of the division. And that's some intriguing weapons and a team that's certainly on the upswing. You don't think Lamar Jackson would rather get closer to home? No. I mean, listen, does anyone really want to get traded to the Lions? Like, no offense to the Lions. They're a great story, but they're still synonymous with losing. I think Atlanta is a very attractive city compared to Detroit. This, I mean, just for a kid from Miami, Yeah, I think Atlanta, Miami, New Orleans, those teams I think would be more, if Lamar had his choice, which is not the situation here. There's a trade involved. I, I think that, you and I disagree on the lines a little bit. I think their offense is fine. No, the offense is great. Yeah, I, 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 but, they're, give but, but they a bunch are of, synonymous with losing the Lions. Right, but if you're going to give up a bunch of resources and help the defense, I, I don't think you need to go and get a great quarterback. I thought Goff was fine. You know, they 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 have a lot of a lot of hope there. They're 11th in Super Bowl odds next year, as is with Jared Goff. People love the team that had a little momentum at the Big end time. of last year and then totally take off. Yeah, I mean. Aiden Hutchison, if they get another defensive stud this year, I think that defense immediately takes off. They have the number six pick, funny enough, via the Matt Stafford trade. Obviously, yes. So 
let's say, I don't know, Will Anderson falls to them. I'm pie in the sky there. You have a Will Anderson, Hutchison do all defense. I Jared Goff is what he is. I don't think he's He's not that, the future. Why not? Because he's gone to a Super Bowl. I know, but the, I... That he was, was really good this year. <laughs> he was really good this year. He threw how many? I no, mean, they had an excellent offense this year, but I don't know. Am I he, putting all my eggs in the Jared Goff basket? He just runs the offense around. He's more like a caretaker on a good offense. He had 29 touchdowns and seven picks this year. Right. That's, that's amazing. No, I understand. They were good, and they were good on offense, but... You're asking me, do I want to hand Jared Goff like a lot more money? I don't know about that. He's already getting, yeah, I don't know how much longer they have him. It's better than, do you want to give up four first-round picks for Lamar Jackson if you're Detroit? I mean, I really like Lamar Jackson. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it does it have to be four. Do you think it could be three? That's what Deshaun Watson was. That's what Russell Wilson was. Feels like three is kind of the going rate. Yeah, maybe. Uh, three first-round picks if you're Detroit, including the number six this year. Wow, a lot. that's a lot. I mean, to include to a top ten pick, and I then mean, you then you clog up your salary cap. But maybe that sort of, uh, you know, maybe that sort of changes the math a little bit. It's like, hey, I'm giving you also a top ten pick, so it's only going to be you know two firsts and a second or something. And I don't see that happening. Do you see Detroit being really in the mix for this? No, we're talking about pie in the sky. We're talking about fun offenses that we'd like to watch. I think the perfect team for Lamar Jackson is a team that is kind of empty, a blank slate that you can really build around Lamar, like Atlanta, kind of like New Orleans. I know New Orleans has some players there. Oh, yeah. But a team that, the team that doesn't have anything going, Detroit's got everything going. Why do a complete franchise turnover to get Lamar Jackson right now? Well, I think you might not be factoring in there is a desperation aspect of this as well. Detroit? Yes. Why? Because they haven't been winners in so long. Yeah. I mean, you finally have a good thing going. Are you just going to go halfway, or are you going to really throw the haymaker and try to go get Lamar Jackson. I mean, you do a move like that, you are kind of announcing to the NFL, like, we are not messing around. Yeah. And it could be the perfect time if Rodgers does leave Green Bay, and now you're looking at who's your competition. Okay, the Vikings, who were, you know, an empty record, as we, as it turns out, this entire season. And then you have Justin Fields in Chicago. It's a full rebuild. And then we'll see what Jordan Love is in, in Green Bay. No one has any clue. I feel like the Lions are kind of hot on the personnel side, though. Like, they've been making all the right decisions. Maybe I'm buying into the hype. Well, I don't know. I don't think the GM there wants to give away all his draft picks. for. If you do Lamar Jackson, you're done. That's who your team is. You're, not, you're probably not re-signing Amon Ross and Brown. You might not re-sign a lot of these guys. Like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like you have a 10-year window right here with this well, team. Ben Johnson, to... your OC, said, I want to stay here because I think this team can win at the highest level. I know. He I'm wasn't about... talking about Lamar. He was talking about the team as is. Well, maybe, I mean, that's, of course I'm going to say that if I'm the offensive coordinator. And it doesn't mean, just because you do sign a quarterback, I know it doesn't make it so much easier to sign a great wide receiver, but it doesn't make it impossible. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, okay, so you're welcome to weigh in on where would you like to see Lamar go? Or would you like to see him stay in Baltimore? I don't know. I mean... Oh, that's probably what's going to happen, too, by the way. <laughs> that's you know, I don't know. I don't it's know. overwhelming. Would you say, if you had to put odds on it, it's overwhelmingly the favorite? Well, the the home team is always the favorite here. Not not more than or less than anyone else. But the problem with this is there's the couple wild card things here that is different to factor in. Number one, you really don't know what he's thinking, right? You don't have agents who are leaking anything. We're not getting, like, 
a sense one way or the other. On one hand, you could say, yeah, his like, you know, contract is going to tank the franchise. On the other hand, you say, but he is the offense, so he deserves all that money. I I don't know. I don't and the Ravens are known to be one of the best for like in terms of front offices, one of the most button-up operations in the entire NFL. So who knows what they're really thinking and if they do want to trade him, I bet they're going to max this out. There's just so much there. So much there. It is, but I think if you were going to make a bet, if I was going to handicap it, I wouldn't let you win any money by him going back to the Ravens just because, you know, they have him franchise tagged. <laughs> why would they why, maybe just do another year and then franchise tag him again? They have so much control and so much leverage I know, here. but franchise tagging him twice is bad business, as Bruce Arians would say. Why? Because you have an asset that you would lose for nothing when you could have, in theory, traded them. If you knew you weren't going to resign them, then you got to trade that person so you can get some kind of assets back. Like that's what good franchises do. Washington did not do that with Kirk Cousins, a little different, but that's what good franchises do. Will you do a, a pie to the face bet on me about Lamar Jackson? Mm. Come on. Because I think he's going somewhere else. I'm, yeah, saying, I, I'm saying pay him. You're well, the one who thinks that no, he, they shouldn't pay him. I think that they got to really look at this, but I do think that they're, they're, they have so much, there's so many reasons to think that Baltimore will just settle and pay him. Kind of like Aaron Rodgers yeah. is going to go back to Green Bay. No, and I'm I'm advocating for Baltimore to do that, so I don't want to take a pie in the face <laughs> if he leaves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're I, the one who's saying he should be traded. You should no, take I the pie the, in the face. I think the Ravens need to re... I'm, and I'm not actually saying this. Yeah. I think the Ravens need to rebuild, and I think Lamar needs a new start. I think he needs a fresh start. This, doesn't, this offense in Baltimore is so limited, and it's not... It's not Todd Munkin's not going to save the day here. I do think he'll eventually go back there, but I don't think it's going to help either team. I think Baltimore is kind of stuck here, and Lamar would be so happy at another team. Can you picture him being in Atlanta or Miami? You'd be thrilled. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, everyone's thrilled to go to Miami. Who wants to be on a defense first team with no wide receivers when you're a quarterback? Yeah, they just gave $100 million to Roquan Smith, though. That yeah. doesn't signal rebuild. I know, but listen, the rest of their lineup is really old. All their offense, they, is there a single offensive player they need besides Lamar? Not really. Mark yeah, Andrews, Mark who's Andrews. 28. I don't know. I just don't see the Ravens with a bright future. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay. You are welcome to weigh in on Lamar Jackson. We're going to take your phone calls on that as well. Um, People in the chat were wondering what I was eating in the break. Sushi. There you go. Someone said I have broccoli in my teeth, and I don't. Did you get it from the drink tank? (laughs) The drink (laughs) tank is the best thing ever. Where Perloff goes in commercial breaks? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so good. Love you guys in the chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. That's where the fun is happening. Of course, across the country and all of our CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We are on Sirius XM. We are on the free Odyssey app. No excuse not to tune into the show. We're everywhere. More Maggie and Perloff. Your calls on Lamar next, along with the non-quarterbacks who could be getting the franchise tag. This is also an interesting bunch. We'll get to that in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back on Maggie and Perloff. All right, Maggie, I was doing some research. The Detroit Lions had the fourth best offense in the NFL last year in the 32nd ranked defense. Yeah, the defense turned it around, though, but yeah. midway through the season. Regardless. Yeah. Their defense not is not great. That is not a situation where I look at globally say we got to bring in a new quarterback. <laughs> no, that's not where Lamar Jackson should go. And also, they have so many young guys, and their strength will be wide receiver with Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams. And I think there is a legit question about Lamar Jackson. Can he bring out the best in wide receivers? We don't really know. It's hard to it's, but it's hard like a to chicken answer. or the egg thing, right? It's, it's very hard to answer, but it's a risk for the Lions that they might slow down. On offense, if they bring in Lamar Jackson, that's not what you want. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Eric is in Portland, wants to talk about Lamar Jackson, possibly the Lions. What do you have? Uh, Well, uh, first of all, I think the uh, biggest mistake the Lions could make uh, would be to acquire Jackson and get rid of Goff because Goff was one of the top five, six quarterbacks last year. The kid has found his legs. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's seasoned. I think right now they hang on to Goff. His best days are ahead of him. And this guy, again, he's found his confidence. This guy had a phenomenal year last year. This is, uh, to me, Dan Campbell's uh, M.O. would be to keep him, to create this team, and and keep this piece. But all this trade-itis, that uh, pro sports goes through. They kind of got to keep trading and, and seeking improvement when the answer often is is right there in front okay. of them. The NFL is still very popular, but they, they if they keep doing this stuff, uh, they're going to go the way of the NBA, which sucks. Wait, Nobody Eric, though, here's the thing. The you said you said Jared Goff's one of the top five or six quarterbacks in the league. You can't obviously Last say year. that. You can't say that with a straight face. Last year he was... Look, Pretty elite. I mean, it was pretty I'm talking good. Talking about last year. Okay, I'm you want to about last year? There was there was only uh, four or five guys that had a better QBR. Only four or five, six guys that had a better uh, rating. Um, this guy performed in every single major. Twenty nine uh, TDs. Okay. Seven, uh, yes, you want to go to the counting numbers, which you we can go to the counting numbers. That's that's fine. But are you really going to sell me that Jared Goff is one of the best five or six quarterbacks in the league? When you have Mahomes and you've got Allen and you've got Burrow and you've got Herbert and you've got Trevor Lawrence and you have Lamar Jackson, you have Jalen Hurts. I just named eight. No, he said who had the best year last year. I think we 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 got to clarify what I'm saying. I said last year. Okay, but we're talking about five guys that had that had a better performance over the course of a year than he did. Right. So what I'm saying is that that year is the year that. Detroit Lion management, they need to go ahead and say, okay, he's going to build on this year. I guarantee you this kid is going to build on last year. His best days are ahead of him. To get rid of him right now would be uh, to shoot themselves in the foot, spend that money, spend that capital on defense. I agree with Mr. Perloff on this, and that's the, that would be the smartest thing to do. I'm a uh, Detroit, uh, born and bred in Detroit, but then I moved to L.A. as a younger uh, guy. I yeah. love the, the Rams. And believe me, I'm not uh, a, a homer when it comes to golf. He proved something to me last year. Yeah. I think he's found his confidence. Okay. And well, last Eric, year, thank, 
Thank you only so much. Yes, I guess. Right. Only four or five. Say, last year, only four or five quarterbacks had a better year than he did statistically in every major category. There you go. Thank okay. you, Eric. I, I would say, but last year, but the, the interceptions went down. They went down the year before, too. But he's had, actually had, like, better statistical seasons. He threw for more yards when he was with the Rams. Yeah. I mean, he was good with the Rams until he wasn't. The one thing, yeah, Goff certainly, he's not Joe Burrow or, or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but he's cheap. And their offense was on fire last year, and they won eight out of the last ten games. You don't break up eight out of the last ten, Maggie. That's I, you ride this thing, see where it goes. Everyone, including you, by the way, were at the you were sitting two rows in on the Lions bandwagon. You were just as into them as the rest. Of I'm her. into them. You got to see where this goes. Okay, I'm into them, but you do have a potential out right now for Jared Goff, right? Right, which you would never take because he's so cheap. Yeah, I mean he's cheap. He's making. $25 million, which I know yeah. is not, you know. That's, is, what is that, 25th, 26th in quarterback? That's nothing. <laughs> I don't know. It's really um, low. For non-rookie deal, that's. It's 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 manageable, that's for sure. And you've got two years left of them, 23 and 24. Yeah, I know. That's I think that's, first of all, will he ask for more? Will he want, if he has another Pro Bowl year, he's going to ask for more money. Yeah. So that's a bit of a problem. But you gotta you got to ride this cheap quarterback thing. You can't break up the momentum here. They had such a good she thing going. Like, we were you all act like I'm breaking up the Beatles here. I mean, it's it eight, was just they were eight, <laughs> the Detroit Lions were eight and two in their last ten games. Yeah, they had a nine and eight season. You're acting like I'm breaking up, you know, a, a dynasty here. This is the first time I'm, t- I'm asking you to upgrade a quarterback <laughs> I in, a, in a way that's like unreal. You're trying to help the team. I totally yeah. understand. But this is the first time we've been excited about the Lions in an off season in a long, long time. So I, I say ride with it. We could be more excited. Uh, JJ is in California. What's up, JJ? How are you? Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing great. How you doing? I'm doing good. You know the top four highest-paid quarterbacks in the league didn't even make it to the – I don't even think they had a winning season this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Russell sad. Wilson, right? right. Rodgers. I, I was just checking that out. Yeah. But, hey, on Lamar Jackson, they don't figure him out. That, that's why they're not giving him no money because everybody don't figure him out. He takes way more – after, what was that, 19, right? He won MVP and all that? Yep. That's because they didn't, they didn't have no plan for it. There's no way seen him before. But here in the last three years, they don't figured him out. He can't do anything no more. He gets sacked way more. I think he threw – the last two years he's thrown 30, 30 touchdowns and 20 picks. I mean, the guy's not – I mean, if you – that's a, you talk about Jalen Hurts plays in the system. That guy plays in the system. You, put, you switch him to Atlanta and put Desmond Ritter on that team, Desmond Ritter probably be MVP. <laughs> then nobody's really seen him before besides the couple games he played this past year. That, that, that's my whole point is just Lamar Jackson just ain't it. And there's no way I'd give up on Jared Goff and put Lamar Jackson on the line. Man, no way. Well, you're just Lamar not a Lamar Jackson. fan. I mean, here's the thing, though. If Lamar doesn't miss five games last year and then this year, are, are we really saying that the league has figured him out? Because all of his statistics, if you just bared out, you know, on the track that he was on, he'd have the same numbers, basically, as his MVP seasons. He was on the same track. So I don't think it's the league figured him out, JJ. And thank you for the call, as always. I think he just got hurt and missed significant time. Didn't well, I think COVID year was a disaster for the whole Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens, because they lost three running yeah. backs in training camp. I see Lamar had a rough year that year. That was, but I don't really count. 
Yeah, that whole year, exactly. Everybody was injured. His stats Still rushed fell. for over a thousand yards. Yeah, I think he uh, hit a lot of picks that year, didn't he? Uh, let's see. The twenty twenty year, he had vamp vamp. Oh, 20. Okay, twenty twenty. Uh, no, twenty in twenty twenty, he had twenty six okay. touchdowns, nine picks. What didn't he have a bad year? In it was twenty twenty one. Sixteen touchdowns, thirteen picks. Oh, right. That's when all the yeah. running backs got hurt. Sorry, yeah. I got my... 2021. The whole team, first of all, the whole team around him fell apart. Uh, here's the thing. I think there's a legit... Not that the league's figured him out, but can he continue to rush at this rate as he gets well, older? he's still only 26. It's not yeah. like we're talking about him. Oh, my gosh, he turns 30 in a couple weeks. But I he mean, does. He runs like a running back, his uh, number of carries. Okay, but that's also, I think, a chicken or the egg thing because would he have to run as much if he actually had wide receivers that were better? Because you have Mark Andrews and you have a bunch of guys who have been on the cusp or themselves out with injury or first round guys who didn't pan out like we thought they were going to. Yeah, but he's all he ran a lot in college. He ran more than anybody in college too. He likes to run. Okay, but he does, but let's see what he looks like with a new offense. If he does stay in Baltimore without Greg Roman, maybe you're seeing something better. What, he's still gonna run for a long time. I know, it. that's my point. What do you think this Baltimore is Baltimore all of a sudden gonna find these receivers next year? Their offense no, is gonna be they need Todd to find Munkin, receivers. Again, Todd Munkin is was not Sean McVay. It's he's just been not recited. Greg Roman. I know. And you're right, maybe there'll be less design runs, but I'd be shocked if all of a sudden there are high volume passing attack. Well, I don't you're not gonna swing wildly from one way to right. the other because you don't you still want to use his gifts, which is running the ball. But he also has a great arm. He's got a strong arm. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure that team is built to really have a great passing attack, regardless I mean, of Lamar. His completion percentage before this year when it dipped to 62%, it was 64, 64, 66. You know who has the same completion percentage numbers? Jared Goff. That's exactly where he is at the percent in terms of completion percentage. So... That's, I mean, first of all, that's a compliment to Jared Goff. I mean, yeah, you're but you're telling me Goff is like the second coming of Joe Montana. No, Goff. Lamar's got the save in terms of passing. You want to go completion percentage of the yards, but that's also because he doesn't have receivers. Well, I mean, he doesn't. I'm looking at the yards, so he doesn't have any yards. No, How many? But he also doesn't. I, I mean, he's at never least had Jared Goff has like a capable receiving core. Just the fact that you're comparing them to. So you just, guys are comparing them. I'm I'm, I said Lamar's an upgrade over Goff. I'm he not. definitely is, but I, we're, we're comparing him. It's like, do you want to give up the future of your franchise to upgrade a quarterback oh. when you're on a, you seem to be headed in a good tra- trajectory? That's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. It's things seem to be headed up in the Lions. Why are you going to, I assume you're going to need a record setting deal for Lamar Jackson. So why do you want to be that team that gives away the house? That's, right, but then you would say, why would any team do that? And even Atlanta, who well, they Atlanta think is, is so empty. They I have know, nothing but, to give up. But they can also draft a quarterback. You start over on a rookie deal. You don't have to give any picks away. You don't have to pay $230 million. Like, with that logic, yeah. he should have no market whatsoever. I, I just think, I think a team like Atlanta, an empty cupboard is a best spot for Lamar. Because he'll make everybody better immediately. Yeah, but it's the same logic where you give him all that money, it's going to be harder to team build. Like, it's right, the right. same thing applies. But you at least with Atlanta, you have the receivers. You have elite receivers who aren't costing you anything because they're on rookie deals. So yeah, you're you surrounding no defense. Yeah, details. <laughs> okay. They must have drafted somebody on defense over these last years. Let's look at their defensive depth chart and figure this out. Elvis is in Alabama. Wants to talk about Lamar. What's up, Elvis? How are you? What's going on, guys? Hey, look, a couple quick points about Lamar sure. specifically and then one on the QB market yeah. in general. One. And I'll preface this by saying I've never been a Lamar guy. He's accomplished more than I ever thought he would. But the one point I would make is his best football is behind him. His his MVP season, he's never going to be that guy again. He's not consistent enough as a passer. 
I don't think he's an upgrade over Jared Goff. And more, somebody mentioned it not long back there. It's the it's it's all about the money. I believe the new model going forward is going to be more like the Lions are doing right now. These these teams that are going to pay their quarterbacks fifty million dollars a year, you cannot put enough talent around guys to win. Yeah, paying your quarterback fifteen fifty million dollars. I mean. It's hard. Uh, Mahomes is the first guy who's ever uh, been higher than 13% of his team's cap to win. It was 28 in a row had been let, had, had lost. Mm-hmm. So I, I just and, – and he's a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. I think the model going forward is to try to find a good quarterback and pay him $20, 25000000 million, save yourself a lot of money, and put good players around him. I'm out. There you go, Elvis weighing in. I don't know if he can do that because Daniel Jones is going to cost upwards of 30 possibly. It seems like the reports are going that way. So can you really – Goff's had exception because Goff's contract was, what, four years ago? Yep. He re-signed that deal with the Rams, and they gave up on him. I don't think you get a good, quote-unquote, good quarterback for $25 million. That like, What do you think Geno's going to get? Who, who by the way, mm. might get tagged. It's possible, but like Geno Smith had a, had a very good year. Yeah. I would say Geno Smith's a good quarterback – yeah, but that team fell off so badly towards the second half. I mean, they... they. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a for instance, though, yeah, of somebody who's think, not going to make 30, probably not going to make 30 million. I don't think you can build a, build a long-term winner around Geno Smith. Or maybe Geno makes 30 million. I don't know. He's 32, too. Yeah. Geno's been around for 10 years. But, Goff's 28. But to Elvis's point, yeah. he just wants to keep like a middle class of quarterback. Yeah, and they, I don't know where the middle class is. No, there is no 25 million. And even Geno probably would be more than That's, that. I think yeah, Geno's going to make right. thir- I'm like 30 million for Geno. I'm like, he might get more. I don't know. By the way, Mahomes' cap hit next year, 46.7 million. It's We talk like Mahomes is playing for a million dollars or something. Wait, how much did you say? 46. 46.7. Ah, you could survive that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, also, too, you have to have great coaching. There's a lot of things you need going. Wait, uh, we'll, we should get into Geno in this free agency period. I can't get excited about him if I'm the Seahawks. You know, I think you're pleasantly surprised, and then you hope that Geno will play ball on a shorter-term deal. They were pretty bad the second half of the season. Well, they lost their run game and everything. Their defense was terrible, too. I, they lost their run. What do you mean they lost their run game? It wasn't Walker hurt for a little bit and then came back at the end. Yeah, I well, I think that's when they Walker came on at the end, yeah. and they started losing a lot. I, I don't know. Well, the defense was bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, Gino, did Gino blow you away that game that they got in the playoffs when they had to go to overtime against the Rams? Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. I, I don't know. I, I don't even remember how they did in the playoffs. They, I know they lost, but okay, they lost forty-one twenty-three to the Niners. What's the up? Where is that franchise? They were leading at half. Remember? Where's that franchise going? Well, they have all the draft picks from Denver. So yeah. they're ho- probably hoping that Gino is like a, you know, a, a, a high-end, very high-end, you know, two- to three-year bridge quarterback for them. Wow. I don't know. It's not the worst idea. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You're trying to navigate after losing, you know, a franchise quarterback for so long. Gino did a great job of keeping that whole thing afloat, and Pete Carroll. They made the playoffs the year after they traded Russell Wilson away. That's That's a an accomplishment, I think, for the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, but I would still put them between 17 to 25 in Super Bowl odds. Probably, but it's in the NFC, so they can make the playoffs. 855-212-4CBS. Yeah. Okay, coming up, we do have the non-quarterbacks who could get franchise tagged. And how is that going to, you know, upset the landscape, if you will, play into the landscape? 
We'll get to that right after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. <laughs> Man, got a lot to do. All right, let's get to it. Here's our Casamigos shot of the day. He shoots! The shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. Well, today's snapshot of the day, <laughs> you might need a shot after hearing this, we got into a conversation about what your algorithm sends to you on social media. I got into an algorithm of stripper TikTok. I don't know how that happened. Well, that I would wow. expect out of the other <laughs> side of the glass, not you. How did your feed get that? I have no idea. I'm doing baking shows and fridges and get ready with me to go to a party, and all of a sudden I got stripper TikTok. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't have Can't. any of that. I fell into the toe jam, like toe cutting videos somehow. Uh, pimple yeah. popping, Aww. like those kind of weird things. Once you get into the pimple popping, it's really hard to get out of it. I basically <laughs> had to delete the app and then start from scratch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a whole new username. <laughs> it's like leaving an old life and like pick up and move. <laughs> Facts. It's so hard to change your <laughs> algorithm. You know, this is why it's good that we keep talking about Casamigos because we know that our phones are listening to us. So maybe yeah. now we get a little more Casamigos into our algorithm and now we get a little yeah. more cocktail suggestions, a little more party atmosphere. It sounds like a low bar to jump over to get a better algorithm <laughs> for what what's going on here. So yeah, you're right. I definitely, uh, I'm definitely gonna Google Casamigos drinks after that yeah. because that was not good. No, it wasn't. Although I did like how everyone perked up when I said I get, I was in somehow got to the stripper, out, you know, stripper TikTok and stripper Instagram. You're like, really? How did that happen? <laughs> like someone took out a pen and started taking notes. I still don't know. I guess I have no idea. I'm fascinated. You must have, what was, have you ever Googled stripper or something? No. What would I be doing? Why would I, I care know. about that? I don't know. Maybe you were, I, aren't there some exercise classes that use poles? Oh, Isn't there what? a new trend about stripper dancing, so striptease exercise? That's been around for a while. Okay. And I've never tried it. It's it, it it had a moment in New York City where people were doing this a lot. Yeah. Where it's like pole dancing as cardio. But the thing is, is that I would watch. Yeah, I did watch some of those videos. Maybe that's what it is. I, I wasn't you watching did. those videos, but a friend of mine started doing it, and she kept posting it on Instagram. And I would just uh, shake my head and like watching my friend dance provocatively. Oh. Maggie blaming your friend. Your friend. And I was laughing at her, and I shouldn't have been. <laughs> so it's really my fault. Joke's on you. Now the joke's on me, which is going to be in my tombstone. Listen, um, have I ever done, I don't know, some sort of provocative dance to get my wife in the mood? Yes. <laughs> really? True lifestyle? Oh, are you kidding me? True. <laughs> true. Wait, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah, but... What's a scene? The man wasn't dancing for Jamie Lee Curtis. No, she was. I don't. What are you, Magic Mike? Was that? Was that what it you was closer to, to Magic Mike? Yeah, it was nothing like Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm and sorry. True Lies. Trust me, it's much. It's much the first thing I went to. I'm sorry. Less easy on the eyes of that scene. <laughs> it was uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I've seen every Magic Mike movie, and the third one is coming out, and it's been <laughs> really? very inspiring <laughs> to do to to do one of these dances for Sarah. Oh yeah, where. <laughs> I'm not afraid to put it on a Speedo and a cowboy hat. You've seen me do it before. <laughs> well, I've seen you in a cowboy hat when you were pouring barbecue sauce all over yourself, which might be in Magic Mike 3. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it could Imagine be. how embarrassed you would be if you were if you happened to be watching Magic Mike and someone else walked into the room. You'd have to be like fumbling for the remote Wait, have to you change. Seen Magic Mike? I have on cable. 
Yeah, those aren't embarrassing. Those are Steven Sondheim movies. Those are rather high end. Not Steven Sondheim. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Steven Sondheim. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Steven Soderbergh. Like Broadway shows. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> what? I confused Steven Soderbergh and Steven Sondheim. That's not like I was out of No, but totally maybe they should do that for Magic Mike 4. It's like, it's actually a Broadway show. It's a anyway. musical. Um, no, it's just like, that's something where I would feel, I might feel embarrassed if I was watching it. And yeah, then I, all of a sudden my husband walked in. I'd be like, what are you watching? Like, um, Channing Tatum. <laughs> Yeah. Dancing around. Yeah, it's a completely different dynamic when I'm watching Magic Mike and my wife <laughs> yeah. walks in. Yeah, she's probably wondering, what are you doing? What? Yeah, there are a lot of things that actually, not adult things that I turn away from. I watch, I, there's certain shows I watch that my wife does not like. Yeah, right. So I there's immediately like, turn it off. Right. There's certain things that you, even if you're married, like you just don't watch with your significant other, right? No, no. If I'm watching. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, yeah. and my wife comes in. I immediately turn it off. <laughs> you don't want her to know you're watching this comedy. I don't want her to know because there is g- guaranteed to be the most immature joke of all time right in front of her, and yeah. she's going to judge me for watching the show. Th- that must happen to you too. <laughs> um, is there yeah. a stupid show? Maybe it's ha- Real Housewives or something. There's always something. Yes, if if when I did watch Housewives, this was pre kids, and so now I don't have time to do it. But if if like my husband came home and I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I would immediately turn it off. It's like I don't want you here with my guilty pleasure. Right. Like this is my thing. But I don't want you to think less of me that I'm watching this. All of that. Did you even turn the channel and pretend you were watching something else? Yes. Right. Right to CNN. CNN. Right, right. <laughs> no. I don't know. Like what everyone's turned the channel to. Yeah, I I think that's very common to be embarrassed about your TV watching habits. Yeah. Magic I mean, Mike. That that fine. Do you guys ever change the channel? Wives or girlfriends walk in? No, you're an open book? Well, so my wife and I watch the same stupid show together. So, like, all the embarrassing things that I would watch, she watches with me. So, no. Yeah, you realize that 90-day fiancé is going to go down to 60-day fiancé is going to go down to 30-day fiancé. You're just going to watch two people meet randomly on the street and get married (laughs) is the end of the show. Or, like, Love is Blind, that one. That's a Samter household special. Yeah. What's these shows on Netflix? Boy Island and things like that? I don't even know. I think they're British. They're British. Yeah. They're really disturbing. That, if my husband came in, I would definitely turn the channel. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not... Those are... I don't even like the little teasers on Netflix. I feel <laughs> skeezy just watching it. Yeah, it's designed like that. Uh, it's supposed to make you feel skeezy. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. What... And beyond, like, if I ask you, tell us what's the thing that you would turn the channel if your significant other walked yeah, that could Don't get, give that us could the obvious ugly. one, fellas. <laughs> we get it. You don't need to, uh, we know. Debbie does Dallas. Got it. Don't need to go into that. Debbie does Dallas. Bringing back an oldie <laughs> but goodie. I mean, is that the number one thing everyone goes to? Debbie does Well, not that. like downloads. I'm saying like <laughs> if, you're, if you're, yeah, if, if you need we, to come up with a porno. We get your gist. Uh, yeah. All right. Well. We've evolved since then. We've evolved since Debbie. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if you did. Guys are still watching okay. the same this is not thing. A, this is not a topic. They have to reboot it. Let's do it. Yeah. Can you imagine actually if you're haven't. a 19-year-old male in today's society and you find out 40 years ago men had to go to theaters to watch adult films? It must be like when Dinosaur you find age. out. Or just like a payphone. And like, hide wait, books in, like, in, a, in a drawer under your bed or something or between your mattresses? Yeah. Like hide little magazines? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Magazine? Like... What is that? <laughs> yeah, right. Paper? You... <laughs> Does it talk? Does it move? No, no. it just stands there. <laughs> <laughs> Does it talk? Does it no. move? It just stands yeah. there. It's just a photo. 
<laughs> I feel like, yeah, anyway. I feel like when I was on a high school trip to, to Europe, like went to Spain in high school, and I still feel like it was in the time when guys were like, whoa, like naked women in, in paintings. What? <laughs> Maybe <Wow>. not. <laughs> Wait, it was like, like 1999. Yeah. Was, uh, the internet. Was I don't know. Right. Yeah, I've, I feel like 1999, you could find something a little better than <laughs> Monet. <laughs> wow. Some 16th century something. And it's, like, it's a Picasso where <laughs> elbows over here, yeah, boobs over there. I don't even know what you're it. talking about. <laughs> 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 oh man I saw this story that I thought was funny oh, good luck with this transition it has nothing to do with this but it was that you know the BBC sure you're familiar with it I know of it you know of it so they're now asking the people who are on camera they call them presenters over there yeah. like news people they're telling them to relax their formal dress code because apparently they did a study and people who look more authentic like are more believable. So they told the staff last week they want ru a rugged, quote, sweaty and dirty look for the journalists out in the field to adopt. Mm. And people think that it's more trustworthy if you look, like, disheveled, I guess. Yeah, I like that. Do you think uh, that rings true? It kind of reminds me of the weather guys in extreme weather. Yeah, I guess. How they get they get in the mix and they're wearing their gear. Yeah, that's His cool. sleeves rolled up. yeah. No, so you gotta you gotta look like if you're, yeah. It makes sense if you're in a war zone, for example, and you're wearing a pristine suit. It kind of looks odd. Yeah, people think you're like in a green screen. No, you gotta dress for the occasion. But like, if you're just out there doing a story, a human interest story about, I don't know, Valentine's Day, you can't be looking like a slob. That would be well, stupid I, too. I think <laughs> I think they want appropriate to the story. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What do you wear for val Valentine's Day? Do you have to? Presenter has to come on with a uh, stuffed animal and a box of chocolates. <laughs> uh, they told the employees be as sweaty and dirty as when we're in the field is is being actually more trustworthy than if we look like we just stepped out of an award ceremony or a fine dinner party. So you've done some field reporting, right? You've yeah. Been imagine, out there. <laughs> imagine if we were like at down at the Super Bowl or something, and all of a sudden we look like we just were in a tornado. Like I, we just played the game. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> so we'd get on the stationary bike for 20 minutes, get yeah, out yeah. there. <laughs> Whew, I tell you, that game. It's like, what were you doing? I was like, sitting in a seat, watching it. Are you a fan of the extreme weather reports? So we all are, right? What's the guy's name, uh, Weather Channel? Uh, Jim. Uh, uh, help us out here. Yeah. Cantori. Cantori, yeah. Yeah, that's the best. I think, I think he should have taught everybody, hey, go all in, act the part. What I think is the funniest part of those stories, not the super extreme weather, but when people are out there, the meteorologists are like, hey, it's a really bad storm. Everyone stay inside. And then someone like roller skates yeah. by like wearing a yeah. you know dog thing on their head, like a mask or something. Yeah. I love when people mess with the extreme <laughs> weather reports. Someone just like bikes by in like a thong. Yeah. yeah. That happened all the time. <laughs> Wait, we did, what what sports topic were we supposed to hit that segment? Uh, we were supposed to talk about oh, Saquon Barkley yeah, and franchise. Josh Jacobs being <laughs> franchise tagged. And instead, we covered Real Housewives and how to turn the channel immediately when your husband walks in. <laughs> yes. What were you watching? Nothing. Nothing at all. Just watching the news. So 10 seconds. Do they tag Saquon Barkley? Go Maggie Gray. Yes. There you go. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I think, even more. We'll get to that tomorrow. Great. We got a whole show tomorrow to do, too. We hope you'll join us there. Thank you to Mike Sampter, to Stu Kovacs, to Kevin Millar, who joined us, Sully, our pal, who 
bought me a Jim Kelly signed football that will now proudly be displayed in our studio. Thank you to the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers in the chat to the callers as well. We'll see you tomorrow, y'all. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.